Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is MP on the mic. On Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. All right, bottom of the hour here. We are off and running on a Wednesday. I'm Michael. The program is MP on the mic. And we just, I mean... A ton of stuff to talk about. Haven't dipped into the world of college football yet. Now's a great time to do that. Uh, Brennan Armstrong benched at NC State, which is an interesting commentary for, uh, you know, really, it, it's it, it shows that you, you need the system uh, to be successful as a college quarterback. Um, you know, and, and we, we've talked about this with Sam Howell, too. He had the great year at North Carolina the bad year at North Carolina, um, but he follows uh, Robert and I, that crew down to NC State. They're going with a true freshman now. Um, meanwhile, UVA working through its own quarterback situation, brought back Tony Musket last week. Uh, he did well, uh, replacing Anthony Calandria, the freshman who a lot of people, uh, including me, enjoyed watching in his, uh, in his time there. But it wasn't enough for UVA. They are 0-5. Uh, so the musket switch did not matter. Um, <clears throat> they are zero uh, and five uh, and des- desperate, uh, desperate for the win. Uh, but the folks down in Blacksburg uh, finally have uh, good news this week, uh, coming off a, a very big win against Pitt, right in the ship a little bit. Uh, that crowd looked great down there. And uh, when we talk tech football, uh, this is. Uh, a call I'm excited to make here. I've enjoyed his work for a long time, and uh, we'll welcome in for his inaugural appearance here on the show uh, from Tech Sideline, Andy Bitter. What's up, Andy? Hey, how's it going? It is going great. And, uh, you know, when I have college football people on this program recently, they're not often talking about wins. So so this part is good. Um, what What did they get right? On Saturday, we saw the offensive line, you know, talk about how they, they took it personal, um, all, all the critique of them. Chiron uh, drones looked great. Um, wh- what was behind just that that evolution that they were able to, to finally get on the right side of the board here? Yeah, I think they put a lot of pieces together that had sort of been there in, in bits and pieces before in the season, but they, they put it all together in this game. They ran the ball. They ran it consistently. Uh, you know, Kyron Drones played great at quarterback. He had shown kind of flashes of that in some of the previous games. He put together a complete game like that, accounted for five touchdowns. And then on the defensive side, as you mentioned, I think they just were kind of sick and tired of hearing about how bad they were at stopping the run. I mean, you can, <laughs> there's only 
there's only so often you can hear that before you're just like, all right, I'm going to take this personally and I'm going to go out there and do something about it. And, uh, you know, it also helped that they were playing Pitt, which is one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the ACC. So uh, all those things came together in, in one night. And, you know, for once this season, for the first time in a while, uh, it was a winning side for the Hokies. Well, playing a bad team is no guarantee. You can ask UVA uh, about that one. So you still, still, still got to take the wins when they're offered to you. Um, Brent Pry uh, often thanks the crowd after games and, and was effusive in his praise. Um, what did it mean for the program, the fan base, to, to get that kind of crowd out there off of a pretty uninspiring month uh, to, to really kind of provide the juice? Yeah, I thought it was a great crowd. And, uh, you know, kind of impressed with uh, how Virginia Tech fans have showed out. This has been a program that's been really down for the past couple of years, especially the, the year and a half that Brent Pry has been there. There's just not been a lot of, you know, wins or rewards for, you know, backing this program. And I think it was starting to shake the foundation a little bit. Mm-hmm. That you go, okay, how, how often can you hear this from this guy? And then the upbeat talk and positive momentum, and then they go out and they lose. And it was nine straight Power 5 losses for them. So to sell that game out, they sold out the next one. I think they're looking pretty good later in the season. That's a testament to this crowd that just sticking through with this. And I, I, you know, they did the whiteout at the crowd. I thought it was a great atmosphere. They were really involved throughout the entire game. Just a, a, a great setting for a college football game. No doubt we're chatting with Andy Bitter of Tech Sideline. Um, now, Drones has been playing great, obviously, one of the ACC players of the week. Um, we still have this Grant Wells situation looming i i guess what is is there an update on on wells's health um is there an update on on what they'll do once once they reach that juncture yeah i, I don't think he's healthy enough to play right now uh that said i don't think it matters uh you know if your quarterback goes out there and accounts for five touchdowns like drones did and does something that in the last 25 years has only been done by you know, six other quarterbacks I think maybe five. It's, it's Michael Vick, Brian Randall, Logan Thomas, Gerard Evans, and Josh Jackson. A good company. I mean, you know, some of those. You know, Josh Jackson did against the East Carolina team that was really, really bad. But all those other names are you know star caliber players. You know, ACC Player of the Year type players. Uh, you know, I think you have to stick with drones. I think you have to, to end this two quarterback nonsense and rotating guys in and out. I mean, drones. Goes in there, he brings a dual threat to it. He's opened up the running game, something they didn't have early in the season when Wells was there. He throws it pretty well. Uh, you know, that was sort of the concern about him. Is, you know, what is the, the gulf between him and Grant Wells? I don't feel like it's a ton at this point, if, if there is any. So, you know, he brings a lot of juice to this lineup, but I, I think once you have a game like that, you just don't change it. You keep rolling with the hot hand, and, and that is certainly drones right now. No argument here. I mean, you got a guy doing that kind of stuff. You don't 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 mess with that success uh, right there. He's Andy Bitter from Tech Sideline, and at some point, uh, you know, the good vibes do have to end, and that is, um, oh yeah, Florida State uh, on tap this Saturday. Um, what do you what do you make of the, this test for them? And uh, obviously, uh, I, I would say the the de facto class of the ACC now now that Duke's taking a loss. Yeah, this is a tough time for the matchup. You know, all of a sudden you're feeling good about one game like that. You get a win and end a losing streak, and then you have to go down and you're, you know, 24-and-a-half-point underdogs at Florida State. It's the biggest line uh, Virginia Tech has faced as an underdog since joining the ACC. So that's a pretty tall task to go down there, and, and you know, this team has struggled to win, period, to go and win in a hostile environment like that. 
yeah, it's a tough thing to do. And it's a tough thing for the momentum that you're trying to build a little bit, sort of this sort of stopper in the middle of the schedule like that. So uh, I don't think anybody's expecting to win down there. I think they can just hope to make it competitive for a while and take some you know, further steps forward as a program. So you see if drones can handle that kind of pressure and continue to produce a little bit, see if the defense can continue to play angry. But I don't think anybody expects them to win. Uh, I don't know if that makes them dangerous because it's such a huge underdog going into this game, but it is sort of a nothing-to-lose situation where even if they lose, I don't think people are going to come down on them too hard about this. No, no question. Obviously, Florida State's been playing some good football, just the – the one hiccup there uh, against Clemson, but uh, uh, a pretty pretty good football team they'll be playing this week. Uh, Andy Bitter uh, with Tech Sideline. What do you guys have uh, cooking this week on uh, Tech Sideline for folks to read? Uh, right in the story of Phil Darius Payne. Uh, he came back from uh, Achilles injury last year. And also doing a story on, on Kyron Drones again. You know, his brother plays for Florida State. Uh, Jeremiah Byers, the, the right tackle there. They both have the same dad. Uh, both went through the transfer process uh, last year at the same time. Jeremiah Byers coming from UTEP, Drones coming from Baylor, and they both ended up in the ACC, and they'll be playing on the same field this week. So I, I don't really know the rooting interest there. I, you know, I talked to Jeremiah yesterday, and he says his dad will be rooting for offense <laughs> in this week's game. So I, I think that's a good way to go, is just root for the offenses when they're out there. And uh, it should be a fun game for the uh, for Kevin Jones and his family. Check in with uh, Donna Kelsey, see where she gets her jerseys made. That's right. Get one of those split down the middle, house-divided tech jerseys. <laughs> All right. TechSideline.com is the site, and I can't let you go without congratulating your Minnesota Twins on uh, on finally making it happen uh, after uh, after 19 years. Yes, yeah, the last time they won a playoff game, I was in my first year of the UVA beat at the Lynchburg News in Advance covering a top-10 Al Groh team. So <laughs> it's been a while. There were a lot, been a, while. a lot of words to unpack in that sentence there, including top 10 Algro team. How about that? Uh, that is a that is a time capsule if there ever was one. Well, we appreciate you uh, dropping by, and uh, thanks for coming on the show. All right. Thanks for having me. You bet. There's Andy Bitter. TechSideline.com is the place to be reading about Virginia Tech football, uh, and uh, always love getting his take uh, the the good times uh, stop rolling pretty soon here for the uh, the Hokies. They got to go down to Florida State this weekend. Uh, JMU has the week off. Is sitting at five and zero. Fascinating press conference uh, this week for for Kurt Sign- Kurt Signetti, the Duke's coach, um, who more or less called out his quarterback Jordan McLeod. Um, said Jordan McLeod could prepare a little better during the week, take care of his body a little better. Uh, and as the game gets going, uh, maybe the self-talk uh, against Virginia. I thought maybe he was gassed because it was really hot. But the last two weeks, it's not really heat-related. It's just general execution, like what's going on here. Um, you don't often see 5-0 and coaches uh, calling out players in, in, in that kind of way. Now, the Dukes' defense has, has de facto won uh, the last couple of games. Two interceptions down the stretch uh, against Utah State and then a huge stand uh, against South Alabama. They get ready for a pretty crucial stretch of the schedule here. The Sun Belt does not have a lot of slouches this year. You got Georgia Southern um, coming to town next week, noon game, uh, then going to Marshall on the quick turnaround for the Thursday nighter. 
Uh, so very, uh, very tough schedule ahead for the Dukes, uh, who, are, who will be looking to keep their undefeated mark. And I, I wonder if part of the pressure here, uh, Kirk Sinan, obviously when your team's undefeated, you don't want it to go to their heads. You don't want complacency to set in. You got areas to improve, but also that knowledge in the back of their heads. Like I, coming into this season, I thought this would be you know an eight and four style team. I thought it would be a bounce back, going against the tougher Sun Belt schedule, taking a step back at quarterback, uh, taking a step back at some of the skill positions. This defense is freakishly good though, and they've picked up some really nice early season wins. Hold Troy to fourteen on the road. That's that's how you do that. And I wonder if he's not looking ahead and thinking if we could navigate this gauntlet here, Georgia Southern, and the quick turnaround, go to Marshall, beat Marshall. If you could pull that off, you start seeing it in reach. And it is being the the postseason team from the group of five invited to that New Year's Bowl. We're a long ways from here to there. If we're setting odds, I'm still betting against it. That's still a no for me. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen like that. Uh, but it, you you can you can see why he might be seeing it. Why he might be hey, the Dukes have some nice wins. They got they got UVA, got a Power Five school. Um, they've been on national TV basically every week since that UVA game. Uh, the Troy game was on NFL Network. Utah State was streaming, but South Alabama was on ES, ESPN Network. This game coming up, ESPNU, uh, Madison, it's Marshall, be ESPN or ESPN2. A lot of national attention, uh, which is which is a good thing. And for a school that is is locked out of the postseason, essentially unless they get there, unless they are that group of five team that, that gets picked to the New Year's Day game, because the Sun Belt wouldn't turn down that that kind of money. They would they would find a way to get them in at that point. Uh, it gives them something to shoot for. It gives Duke's fans uh Something to get excited about on down the line, and and that that gets us excited too because they've been they've been a really fun team to watch this season. That defensive line is just crazy good. Uh, so James Madison take, taking the week off before they uh, host Georgia Southern next week, but uh, no no complacency setting in in Harrisonburg as uh, Kurt Signetti uh, calls out Jordan McLeod uh, did not did not disguise his feelings, did not disguise how he feels uh, about that. So. Uh, then with UVA, uh, we, we t- touched on UVA at the uh, start of the segment, but I UVA just uh, going flying towards irrelevance after this uh, a- after the uh, the loss last week at Boston College. They'll take on William and Mary. Uh, we'll have more on that as the week goes on. I love that matchup with Mike London coming back to Charlottesville, zero and five team and a tribe team that's rolling. I think UVA probably handles him, but I'm leaving the door cracked open for a really fun one at noon. Uh, in Charlottesville. We're going to step aside. More to come. You're listening to the new 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 